welcome to Reframe and Rewire Greatness Through Daily Routine. This podcast is designed to alter your mindsets and transform your day-to-day from the second you open your eyes to you close them at night, adapting what I would call a success routine. This series is liable to change your life. And it's never the big things that you do, but the littlest things you do every day that make the biggest difference. And now, on to the podcast. Thank you for joining. Welcome back to the podcast as we continue in this series on work-life balance in 2021. Obviously, I have the year on there because this year is different than any other year. And we all know that last year was different than any other year. Certainly, difference probably an understatement. But things are not the same. We, we don't work the same. We don't live the same. We certainly don't think the same. Um, and we most likely don't act the same. So how do we deal with a work-life situation? How do we balance work and life, whatever work looks like to you, which it may be an entirely different picture than it was two years ago? Um, you know, maybe you're trying to build a business or maybe you're trying to, uh, stay at home as much as possible, take care of your children. Uh, so, you know, work life is, is very, very different than it was. Uh, or maybe you're just working too many hours trying to make whatever you can before you feel like something worse could happen to your income. Uh, because there's this, this, this kind of this ominous trend out there of concern, no matter where you are in the world, and this is a global podcast, I know I'm talking to a lot of different people groups, uh, but no matter where you are, what you're facing, you know, you may be seeing work from very different eyes. And how do we maintain a good, solid home life, but yet have a good work life? Well, that's what I want to get to the bottom of. And yesterday, we spent a lot of time talking about burnout, because that's something I'm hearing again and again with so many of my corporate clients, and I'm asked to, t- to talk to them about it, to help them. So if you're just now joining, I would encourage you to go back and listen to yesterday's and even the day before. In fact, starting at the beginning of any of my series is the best way to go, and I always run these in series. All right, well, let's talk about the first and I think most important factor in work-life balance, and that is setting some clear boundaries. And that's not always easy to do. It's definitely easier said than done. If we are finding ourselves needing to be home more, as I mentioned, We may be enjoying the lack of commute, but the travel to and from work time had had an advantage that you no longer have because it kind of allows you to have that separation between the beginning and the end of the workday and even maybe sort out your thoughts, uh, maybe unwind, uh, or maybe prepare for the workday on your way to work. And that's not always the case right now. Now, for those of you who are driving to work, you can still use that time, and I hope that you will. Um, one of the factors that I like to share is that, you know, that commute time you can be using to pour in the right thoughts and the right um, education, the right messages that will give you the right frame of mind, okay? So instead of just listening to music or news or whatever, be careful what how it's affecting you. Start to really be, begin to to be discerning about what you're letting in, all right? So, But those of you that don't have that, that advantage to use that separation time, we need to look at a way that we can still divide it, okay? So how about adding um, uh, like a, a spot in the middle between, you know, getting ready for work, whatever that looks like, to getting to your desk at home or, you know, in wherever it might be, and deciding how you're going to fill that time in with something productive, now, personally, what I do 
is I have a routine, and many of you know me or have my book, Reframe and Rewire, know this, but I get up extra early so that I can have time to exercise, pray, meditate, read, um, you know, get my heart and my mind and my body ready for the day. So without a commute, I'm still kind of creating that refresher, that that separation between getting up and then and starting my workday so that I come in with a great frame of mind, lots of energy, and, and, I'm, and, I'm, and I'm ready to go. Okay, and then for the unwind part, you may need to do something, some kind of an unplug at the end of the day. So whether that's go for a walk with the dog or go for a walk with the kids or, um, you know, go take a bath or, or take a long hot shower or, or perhaps sit down and read for a little bit. Try to start to think about new pieces to the routine that can help you make that separation. All right. So the other tendency that we have when we're working from home, especially is working too many hours, not having even a stop time. And I know that a lot of times we can get work built up, especially now when we're wearing so many hats. There's so many people that I speak with that have taken on many, many new responsibilities that they didn't have anymore because the workforce is not only you know dwindling in terms of who's still doing what job, but uh, you know we're having to pick up the slack for those that are either unable to attend or maybe are sick. Uh, there's supply chain issues. There's so many different issues going on that are interfering with people having a normal day. And I use normal very loosely. So we still have to have that cutoff time. So what is that for you? Now, if you're saying, well, I just can't. There's no way I can keep up if I don't have a cutoff time. Here's the thing I want to share with you. All right. And I won't be able to go too deep on this because we are running out of time. we got like about a minute left, but I'll jump back into it tomorrow. How you're managing your day can make a huge difference in whether or not you can have a cutoff time. Now, now don't, don't take offense at that because I'm not saying you're mismanaging your day. Hear what I have to say here. You can take uh, 60 to 90 minute intervals of work and even set a timer if you need to and decide to get up from the desk and go do something refreshing. All right, whatever that might be, whether it's get a cup of coffee, go for a walk, uh, you know, just uh, step away for a little bit, do something that is uh, fun or recreational or refreshing or just unplugging or maybe just spending time with making a phone call to somebody you care about just to talk to them and doing that every 60, 90 minutes for about five to 10 minutes. Really, that's all it takes. You can even take a power nap for, say, 10 minutes. And by so doing, you'll find yourself a lot more productive, getting things done a lot faster. It's just, it's brain work. Because when you sit too long, if I could show you a brain scan right now, and I'd love to, you'll see what happens is the brain starts to kind of go dark on the scan because you're not getting the oxygen flow to the brain. So just those 60 to 90 minute intervals can make a much more productive day and help you to finish the job much quicker. There's also some other tips that I want to share, but I'm going to have to come back tomorrow and do that. We, we are out of time today, so we'll continue this conversation. I have a lot more ideas, especially ideas on how, how to um, manage children if you have children at home, but even some other hacks in terms of some of the pressures that you're under at work. This is Michelle Stoppas, Reframe and Rewire, inviting you back tomorrow. Thank you for joining.